Welcome to I Love My HBCU Question Mark, the podcast where we express our undeniable love for HBCUs, but where we are also not afraid to address a few tough questions. So, sit back, learn a little, love a lot, and rep your HBCU. Welcome, everyone. Oh my gosh, on ah. Uh, this episode of I Love My HBCU Question Mark, I have family in the house today and I'm going to try to stop beaming from ear to ear consistently. I have known this amazing gentleman. I'm not good with numbers, so I don't know how long, but I've known you, Lord have mercy, for easily double digits now. Um, he is Gosh, he's going to introduce, he's going to talk about himself in a second in the most pleasant of ways. But I like to brag on him as an Emmy award winning host. I'm going to go with Keyshawn Forbes, even though the entire universe knows you as King Flexer. Keyshawn, welcome. Doc, thank you for having me, Dr. T. How are you? I'm amazing. Thank you for having me on this platform. You know, anytime that it's got something to do with HBCUs, I'm there at the front. So thank you for even allowing me and considering me to be on, on, on your most uh, exquisite platform. I appreciate you for being here. When you tell me that my platform is exquisite, I am consistently reminded of this beautiful, shiny object that you have that you earned not too long ago after years of a lot of hard work and deserved accolades. Mm -hmm. Tell us about this Emmy Award winning hosting duties that you've been doing and tell us about the show. So, uh, yeah, Emmy Award, it's still, it, and Doc, you gotta understand, it, it's still like mind, it's the poof moment because like when you're a kid and you, and you really have honed into who you're supposed to be or your purpose from a young age, and we know that as kids, you know, it's okay to be a scrambled egg where you're like, you don't really know. You're just, you're just explorative and you're just going about life on what your your soul kind of clicks to. And me, I've always been aware um, that me with people is just a, a thing. Like I can't, that's why quarantine and we'll get into it. Quarantine 2020, I almost lost my mind, but mm. I actually took the time to listen to God and be like, okay, we're sitting down for a reason. Let me find that, that, that was a crazy time in a great way too. Um, but um, the Emmy is something that you don't even really, you don't even, do you even think that when you're an artist or talent, yeah, those are the goals, but when you're a true artist, it's not about the hardware or the recognition. It's about the actual art and the craft. So because my mindset has always been, it's not about the outcome. It's about the process. Then as the blessings just come, you just gratitude, 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 but you just like to stay in motion. So the Emmy really did come out of nowhere, but it didn't, if that makes sense. Like all the hard work, like you said, um, since I was born pretty much, because this isn't a profession to me. I'm really being myself like all the time, not some, not majority, all the time. And I, I've, I've figured out a way naturally to make the room understand that it, it does it is beneficial for all parties involved to kind of move the table doc this way because I, I just know where I'm going I've always I've always have and the Emmy does prove that um but it doesn't stop like the hunger if anything getting the Emmy it just for a person like me my thought process 
it's just fuel all over again. Like, okay, what's it? It's not sit back and, oh, I'm the man. Mm. I mean, I just look at it as those are always constant reminders on the hustle, the drive, the grind. Like, now you got to emulate. I've never seen it in real life until now having one and just even holding that, 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 and you held it, Doc, when we ran into each other at Morgan during the summer, and you held it. It's, it got weight to it now. It does. It does. Doc, it don't got. It got weight to it. It does. So it, it does make you go wow. Like I got one of the four letters, the E got. You know, I got the first letter out of. So now we just gotta get the got. I'll say that again. We just gotta get, get. the got. We gotta get the got. The God is the Grammy, the Oscar, and the Tony. And Absolutely. I'm gonna, and if God have, have it be in my in my deck of cards, I'm gonna figure out a way to earn those things. Not 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 just giving, but earn. You know. So I I it, said something before before we hit record. Yeah. I said something not jokingly. I said that you will be the next Kevin Hart. And hey, for anyone listening to that. me, let me quickly explain what I mean. The Kevin Hart that I have observed and that many of us who chose to pay attention um, observed from a couple of decades ago was the guy who from DC to Baltimore to Philadelphia was literally, I know your generation calls it hustling. I just call it working hard yeah. i just call it outworking everybody else within mm -hmm. your passions but not making it look like work right and that's what i've always known and observed in you Thank and you. it's why whenever i think of your name and hear of your name it comes with a genuine smile of pride oh, that's right. that listen, all of his hard work guys, because what do they say? Hard work and consistency, you are going to bear the fruits of your labor. So as much as I know you are not wearing that Emmy award on your shoulders so proudly, we're bragging. Okay. Man, we I'm, are bragging. That's what it's about. Doxy. That's, that's what I, it's not for me. Like, yes, I'm the one with it. I've earned it, but I'm telling you doc, the way my, heart is set up i i can't even act against it is it's for the whole community the whole village of anybody that i've ever interacted with because i'm a true believer of every interaction can count like it yes. can mean something oh, you know, like, like every interaction so i've been that way since elementary school and what i'm finding is as i'm earning stuff like an emmy and just doing all these great stuff is the more I seek counsel from my mom and my dad mm. from a, yo, how was I, as, 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 let me see the tapes. Let me, cause I want to match up like, yo, I, I, I didn't become this. I, I'm still little Keyshawn from Brooklyn, New York. I still, no matter where I've went in the world and hostings and all these different big stages and platforms, but that's little Keyshawn in the house running around antagonizing my siblings. Like, but it made sense because I always say, yo, just let me find my way. I'm the middle yeah, child. Yeah. You know the middle child syndrome? I am too. When we, when you are, come on, mm -hmm. Doc. You know the I understand. We just stuck right in there and got to figure it out. We, 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 we wiggle, you know? Absolutely. So this, we wiggle my, well, though. You and we I wiggle well. That's why mom, mom's, my wiggle did have some turns and bumps and like, you know, giving my mom a hard time type of stuff. But she always saw through all of that spider and said, no, but this is a good kid. Like he's going to be one of them. My mom always believed. My mom was like, no, he, but he does give me the most talking. But look, she's every, every other day in this day and age, she's like, I'm so happy that I just let you explore the way I let you explore. 
I haven't met your mother. I hope oh, yeah, I get you to meet your Paulette? mother. You I, have not, I have not met Paulette oh, yet. I'm going to call her Miss Paulette. You, you get call to call her, her Paulette. I'm going to call her Miss Paulette, okay? <laughs> I call her my guardian angel, for real. I haven't met her yet, yeah. but... The reason why the reason why I'm globbing onto your mentioning of your mother and how you just described her impression of you, my impression of you is this perfect gentleman. And I want to ask, you see, see, the even the look on your face is like, really? See, really? Yo, my really? grin, my grin tells it all, Doc. Like it's up to no good. You know what I'm but what but doc, but what I realized, I'm I'm a, let me let me amplify with you. I ain't trying to cut you, I'm trying to magnify. Sure, no, no, no. Go ahead. What I realized is that when you really really understand your traits that you possess that yes they can fall into negative and bad type of dealings mm. when you realize that those same traits if you just channel it the right way mm. you can become one of the one mm. so of course i was i was the best at being bad so i just said why not be the best at I being good so and, and, why and not I'm, be and the I'm, best at being I'm, good nah, and i'm thankful to god that he really did spank me early in my life yeah. when I was a teenager yeah. so that I could say, okay, second chance at like life for real. Yeah. You know, I can't make this. Is, this is never going to happen. Like the windows closed. This is it. You're through the window. You made it past all the other debris. And now what are you going to do with it? And look, here we are. The Keyshawn Forbes that Tosin got to meet walking the halls of Morgan State University was a gentleman always to me that's mm -hmm. the only one i can speak on oh good keep that um, vision keep that, i'm going keep to I, I am going to i am going to that's the vision i <laughs> i was a tyrant my dad would say when i was three years old my dad would say that i would just he said you were the baddest kid i ever met and i've been around so many kids and you were the baddest kid and you happen to be my kid but i loved you so much because i would just walk past a coffee table with you know shiny figure you know the parents figure and just swipe it doc for no apparent reason, but so they was just like, okay, maybe he does have ADHD or those kind of, and for real, for real. But mm -hmm. he's such a joy to be. You know, it's not the ADHD where you have to attend to it and and be more of this. Instead, I'm coming in rooms and I'm taking over, and I'm five years old. Wow. And, I, and I'm just so I just realized like, oh, if I continue that, and it's genuine though. So I'm like, so I could probably make a career out of being genuinely myself and just wrap. Mm. I'm like, you don't lose that way. My soul is still intact. The business That's I'm you. in, the business I'm in, there's so many soulless people. I can see right through it in the eyes. And the number one thing I thank God for that I still have this far in my journey, Emmy and all, my soul's still intact. Not I love God, it. God. But I take my time. There ain't nobody gonna rush it. my pace. My pace is my pace. I love yeah. it. I love it. This is this is this is about to be fun with you. I I bless people. Even I'm judging myself for using bless consistently at this point, but this is what I say. I bless people with a rapid fire segment, 67 Please. seconds. Rapid. Why do you think I call it 67 seconds instead of 60 seconds? Because of Morgan State, 1867 probably. I love you. I love you. gotta be beer pride. Beer pride? <laughs> Don't play with me. No, it's beer pride. I rep that. But, but Doc, can I jump in and just tell Please. you why? I Please, I don't, I don't even think you know why I rep Morgan so hard. Like Let's I, hear it. I, I don't think nobody knows until they know this story. Go ahead. I got accepted to Morgan. The acceptance letter came three days, three days before my final court date of a situation I was handling. Wow. That's it. So if you see, you would never think, Keith, Keith, gentlemen, Keith, I, yes, 
And Morgan, the I my lawyer said if that if you don't get that because I told them I, it goes crazier months before when I was involved in the in the energies which I talk about it in my book um which is the HBCU book at that the King's Connection joint mm-hmm, uh, you mm-hmm, you hear about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. I'm an author as well so you're everything hey got remember got we got to get the gut we got to get the gut few months doc when I got into the situation. The only thing that saved me from not going to jail for 30 days until my next court date to handle this situation mm-hmm. that I got myself into. I, the, the lawyer, the legal aid, let me say legal aid specifically, because this was appointed by the city, the government, whatnot, not a, mm-hmm. oh, I paid them money. This is just somebody that has a docket of a running list sheet of just black and brown people mostly that are in trouble in a situation and they just got to come and see it. Tell me something that could try to get you out tonight because yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll go to church. You know, when you start coming up with the most, like listen, the most listen. heavenly, look, I go to church every Sunday. I did. So it was, I was just starting to get real, like all the stuff that I do that are good. But she was like, ah, oh, it's not enough. Of course, back then, I don't know. I'm 16, 17 years old. I don't know that me saying I go to church, church doesn't keep me from jail. No, but, um, <laughs> She goes, no, you have to give us something else. So I said, I just, and all I had was like three minutes with this lady behind a mm-hmm. glass situation. And my, just my future, I'm 16, 17 years old. And my, I'm just like that I made a mistake, but it's mm-hmm. not me. You know what I'm saying? It was a blue collar crime, by the way. So no, nothing with another individual. Let's say that mm-hmm. this was mm-hmm. literally a blue collar mm-hmm. uh, crime. And I was just like, yo, I was just, so, and it was ambition. You know what I mean? It was ambition. Um, so I was just like, nah, if God just get me through it. So I said, what, what can I say? I said, well, I'm going, I'm graduating from high school. I'm going, oh, she said, oh, so I saw her, 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 her sensories. So I, I said, okay, got her, but I got to keep her. Okay. So she starts, okay. Oh, are you going to college? And I said, of course, my mom wouldn't have it any other way. She's like, okay, perfect. Last question, which college? And I was this close to saying, well, I haven't, because mind you, this was like May, May of 2005. And literally, I haven't. This was the process of you still waiting on acceptance letters, mm-hmm, and you're, mm-hmm. still, you're, you're still just waiting to hear Absolutely. from. You actually might still be applying to some a little late, right? So oh, you're yeah. just still in the process. I haven't received nothing yet, and literally, the spirit told me. I know that it's a fib. I said I'm, I'm going to Morgan State. It was one of the schools that I applied to, along with, let me, honorable mentions, HU, shout out to Howard University. Mm-hmm. We, we appreciate you. We know, but it's Morgan all day. Um, Virginia State, I targeted Virginia State as well. Yeah. Um, just that, that energy in Virginia. And Morgan was on my list, but I haven't received nothing back. But I don't know why I picked you them. You just as, said that. You just said Morgan State University. The spirit said to, mind you, my first choice, and I'll, I'll make this clear. And not off of knowing anything more about the other place, but just, you know, immature influences. Virginia State was where I did want to go. For so, Like going away, I was like, yo, Virginia State. I saw the the, the clips of the this or that I heard. But I said Morgan State. And literally she said, okay, cool. So I get out that day. Like the it works. It works. But she reminds me that, hey, don't forget that we're going to need that acceptance a letter. letter. Yeah. So, or else all of this gets stirred back up and and I lose my job. This is what she said to me. She said, make sure you have that because she wasn't doubting me, but she did feel like making sure that I had this document. We need now proof. Her, 
her job is on the line. Her license. Yeah, her absolutely. I don't, I'm not thinking about the other person in that. I'm not that knowledgeable of, oh, me lying right here may, puts her in a bad situation. But when she broke it down like that and said, yeah, make sure you have that letter because I lose my job if you, we're going to have to prove that to the judge. I said, mm-hmm. oh, all right, cool. So when I got home, and mom was there, by the way, at the court, when I, she said, you told them that, because mind you, my legal aid said at the bench, she said, and might I add, your honor, Keyshawn Forbes is going to, to Morgan, Morgan State, State University. University. In the, yo, a whole darn lie at the time, but not a lie, because it was yeah. real manifestation. Yes. So, Doc, it gets crazier. Months going by, court date after court date, they keep stretching it out, that. They come to some great agreement that was in my favor where no jail time and all of the expunge from my only way you're going to find out about it is if I talk about if it. If you and tell I, it. And I don't mind talking about it because somebody, like you said, gentleman Keyshawn, and yes, I've always been a gentleman, even while doing the crime, but I'm not perfect. People be yeah. thinking, yo, Keyshawn, yo, flex, it's just shiny. Nah, I almost didn't make it. Y'all almost didn't see me. My Nobody- appreciation in hearing that story, because like you said, I, I've known you. I've known you probably since you were like a sophomore or junior at Morgan mm-hmm. State University. Oh, I have been that long. Oh, 607. Oh, 607. There we go. Um, I've not known this story. I've never heard you say no, the story. Nobody. Nobody. What I appreciate about you saying, telling the story now is there's no shame behind going through a journey and learning from the journey and being on the right side. You, you said earlier on, um, if I could be, why don't I turn these bad traits into good traits? I, I could easily do that. So somebody's going to hear this, um, that might not necessarily be on the best of tracks right now mm-hmm. and understand that that does not have to be the end of their story. So no. I appreciate you. I appreciate Absolutely. you for sharing that. My pleasure. Real talk. Now, are you ready for my rapid fire segment? Come on, wrapping me up. I'm going to wrap it you up. 67. You should be a rapper or singer or something. Anyway, 67 seconds on the clock. It's funny time is good. <laughs> I, oh, no, I, no, my word, I ain't going to lie. You know, when you, you know when you're getting old and you start to admit your gifts? Like, you know, before everything is humble. Like, no, 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 stop, no, 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 no. But I, I really know my wordplay is Shakespeare. Your wordplay, no, your wordplay is amazing. It's Shakespeare meets Jay-Z. Shakespeare meets Jay-Z. I like that. Come up with a song, though, that we can hear. Say less. I'm going to call it the I Love, Me, I Love My HBCU. Add question mark to it so that we can both share it together, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, the clock starts 67 seconds after I ask the very first question. Give it to me. Where's your favorite place? You've lived in so many different places. Where's your favorite place to live? Why are the shades on? Where's now, your favorite? Because now it's rapid. It's rapid. So now Go ahead. I just want to get into rapid where, because you're going to see me think you're a smart lady. You're a very smart woman. So I know that you're able to read where I'm going. So right now during rapid, I feel like where am I stuck? I don't get to see your eyes. Got it. Where's your favorite place to live? That I've lived before? Yes. Oh, DC. DC Merlin. The, um, DC. the, the, the DMV. Let's say DMV. the DMV. Yeah, I love this Lovely. Area. Lovely. All right. If your time in college was a song, which song would it be? Oh, it gotta be Fred. I'm gonna take on my glasses for this. Uh, it gotta be yo. That's a great question. Come on, mind you, you gotta understand that I don't get asked these questions. I'm the one usually doing all the. This is a mate. I'm a. Oh, I'm at. I'm in heaven. Answer the question, Kishon. Oh, the time is moving. Um, Soul Survivor, Akon Jeezy. Soul Interesting. Survivor. Soul Survivor. Yeah, that was my theme song, freshman. Okay. Who was your favorite professor in college? 
Well, of course, of course, you did you? Teach no, you? I, I didn't teach you. Oh, I, well, I, I, just, like I just want to say yes, but I just want to say you because hopefully you taught me so that it made sense for this. Nah, uh, I loved. Uh, there's too many yo in the in the school of social work. I mean, shout out to Professor Green, uh, Green. Dr. Dr. Daniels. Um, I'm forgetting some people, but trust me, I love everything social work. The whole social work school, school of social work. The entire school of social work. The entire school of social work. I will give that to them. The entire school of social workers literally heal the world. So the entire school of social work. What's the best meal you had in college? Oh, shoot. Is it canteen something in the canteen or? or Why are you asking? You should know. Butter crunch. Butter crunch cookies. Butter crunch cookies. That was, that was. That was a good snack all the time. Late coming from the spots, the late late night. Oh no! As a matter of fact, can I change it? My my best meal. Shout out to Stokos, Stokos York Stokos. Road. Stokos. I'm going with Stokos. I'm going with Stokos. Stoke. Do you know? You will believe this because you know me. But one day in class, when my students were talking about being hungry. And they said that they were going to Stokos. And I said, what is that? I got roasted like nobody's business. You don't remember it even then? 06, 07, 08-ish? Like, you remember Sunny's? Do you remember Sunny's in Northwood? The wings and the Sunny sort right across? Next question. Nah, but just to give some give some context towards those two places I just said, yes, Stokos, absolutely. Like, whoever's listening and watching Stokos, yes. the reason why I went to those as as a highlight spots that were great meals because they 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 were our Morgan State, they were our like after hour we coming from the club or something. They were our two a.m. chicken tenders and fries. Got us seven dollars five. It was cost affordable mm. and it, and it did what it was supposed to do. So. We wasn't mad at it. So those, I, these I would are find two. that out in the roasting session that I got in <laughs> class that day. I would find that out. So okay, I'm, I'm right. grateful to that moment. I'm not right. a big chicken eater either. So Understood. maybe that's why I Understood. did not know. But I, would, I, I got roasted badly. But I know what Stokos is. And I know what Good. Sunny's is now. Good, good. Yeah, you you ate up all of the time. That was easily like two minutes, not even sixty seven seconds. Oh, but I appreciate you. Was, I appreciate it was you. It was rapid ish. Rapid ish. Rapid ish. I absolutely love you, um, Keyshawn. I almost want to say what I think HBCU legacy means to you, but I won't. I'm going to let you answer. But before you answer, because I I want to hear your version of it. I want to say publicly, I'm sure we've all thanked you privately. I'm sure we've thanked you in different public spaces. I got to watch you during access orientation this past summer. And of course, that's when I got to feel the weight of this um, um, Emmy Award that I brag. I brag to everybody who has ears that Keyshawn has an Emmy Award. Thank you. Um, Every summer, every summer. You come back. 17 years. Every summer. I want every alumni of every and any HBCU to hear that. There are HBCU advocates. And then there's Keyshawn Forbes. (laughs) No, 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 no. Every summer you come back. Mm -hmm. And let me quickly add this. You come back to have impact on our new cohort of students about to walk the halls of Morgan mm-hmm. State University. Yeah. 
I don't know if you realize what a legacy that actually is. Mm. So I'm going, I'm going to let you tell me what you think HBCU legacy is. But I also wanted to share with you how I, as, as somebody who gets to observe mm-hmm. and then gets to see those students, gets to hear them talk about something you might have said, how mm. you made them feel mm. during that summer. I'm going to be quiet. What's no, your, that, what's. <laughs> no, you just gave me my, you just gave me the oop of where I'm, I'm going to go. My answer is just what you said. And, and what it is, is it is HBCU legacy is being invested in the next generations that's coming to your alma mater even when you are not as invested anymore. Because we know that people go to HBCUs, colleges in general, but let's focus in, of course, HBCUs, they go, they get their degree, they might come back to a homecoming or two, a little shindig or two, and then they bow up about their life, which is okay. We know that people do move on. School, uh, um, higher learning for some people is just that. They just, there to get the degree, maybe meet some friends, lifelong friends, a few, cool, cool, and they move. HBCU legacy to me is, is is continuing to foster and nurture that relationship with your alma mater in any way that you can, especially when it's done something to you like help save your life. Like the the, the acceptance letter for me came three days before I had to prove that I was accepted to Morgan. It was three seventy two hours before my fate was in the hands of this one letter. Not only was I supposed to receive a letter of acceptance, but it had to be specifically from Morgan State because I said that two three months prior. So the, the manifestation, so when that happened, this is what HBCU legacy is. The judge said, when, when the sentencing went down and I was good, they said, yo, you're going to be on a year probation. I was on probation my first year at Morgan. Nobody knows this. My freshman year was a probation year. If I got caught taking a pack of gum from 7-Eleven, the whole case gets blown up. And now I got yeah. Exactly. So they, they made it clear to me that, you're on a you're on a contingent probation because like a special case because we're not going to keep you from going to college just so that you could visit a probation officer once a week. So I didn't even have somebody checking in on me. So look at the trust that the that the DA and the, my law, my legal aid came to an agreement like you know what he's going to college first mistake not even a big mistake but still a mistake but let's trust that he's going to do a year his freshman year is going to be mm-hmm. fun. The mm-hmm. judge told me to approach the bench this don't happen in court, like told the, the, mm-hmm. the me. Yeah. yeah pro- and this is an old Caucasian man. Let, let me, I'm just, just for context. And the bailiffs, like, you know, they're on, they're on wait, wait, whoa. Cause they see me moving from behind, but I, I was told to do so, but it just was a, a very, I, not unusual, 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 unusual moment happening in the court for the day. And when I walked up there, he said, young man, take my hand. He reached down. This is an old Caucasian man. I want to make this clear. He says, young man, um, the crime that you committed took a lot of brains. I'm going to need you to use that brain at Morgan State for the, for the greater good. And literally by this white man shaking a young black and brown, I literally said, nah, I can't. Like That was the literal moment that i said i'm gonna go to morgan state and that's gonna be my playground and i'm gonna excel in any way possible while being me and that's why i went so hard at morgan 
You was did. The first, was the first to win Mr. Morgan unopposed. I was just about to say. I didn't run I was, against nobody. I was about to go even, there. I was about to go there, literally. It's just, it was because some things are destined. Like, yeah. that position just, it just fit my whole existence. Yeah. I didn't have to change up much while being Mr. Morgan. I said, for, I had to get my wave right. You know, I had to get <laughs> whatever. The way you know, much, you know how much my wrist hurt for that whole year. Can't, <laughs> I can't. But nah, I didn't have to do these. Are, so when you follow your HBCU legacy, because I'm gonna keep going to that, is when you when the HBCU has done something for your trajectory in life. Period. Even if it's, it was my first time doing my own laundry, freshman year. So it's like something as simple as you're 17, 18 years old, away from home for the first time fully like this ain't summer camp for a month or two this ain't oh i'm going to granny's for the weekend or i'm going to see my cousins for this is full-blown a whole year 10 months what is the semester the semester is what eight months nine something months something like that yeah something like that but if, call it a year of you are you, you have to but you are a man now so i, I wasn't going to take and especially with my situation going into mm -hmm, I said, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I, this, I'm not just going here this is what hbcu legacy is my final thing on this question it's not just going to an HBCU and just becoming a number, like being mm. in, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, John Doe, they came and went. No, it's making impact. HBCU legacy is having impact. Don't just go. I, I feel like HBCUs are super sacred, and we shouldn't just go there just to get the education, but we need to go there and be able to build a community further past these years while you're in the classroom with the person. Nah, like my, my HBCU community is strong. And the Emmy is for HBCU thing. Shout out to HBCU Go uh, TV, Byron Allen's network. It's something HBCU. Um, when it comes to this Emmy, this Emmy was won in an HBCU uh, namesake and breadth for the show Spade a Spade. I'll go watch it now. Um, we only did season one. We have five episodes, Doc. We did five episodes and won an Emmy. And just to give you guys a little exclusive, they're not going to kill me if I say this, just know that it, we, were, we were building the plane while we were flying it. I understand. We I understand we were, exactly. We were, figuring it out. we were figuring it out as we was going along the way. We not even thinking Emmy and all. We just wanted to make a great product each product. episode. Yeah. And guess what happened? Five episodes, first try, shot. We got nominated. I was grateful to even be nominated because Emmy nominated whatever is a thing too. It's a Absolutely. super thing. Absolutely. So then when they told us that we won, I said, like, well, are you serious? I, but guess what, Doc? I was like, are you serious? But also I was like, duh. We like, know the uh, work we put it was, into it. Was it. Like, I could go either way with it. Absolutely. Like, whoa, crazy, but also, yeah, that's right. You know, that's right. That's amazing. Right. that's amazing. Oh, that's, that is amazing. that's amazing. That's amazing. That's that is amazing. But I'm going to keep on saying this. I'm going to keep on saying this for every human out there who's an HBCU alum who's always asking, but how do I give back? 17 years. 17 summers, this gentleman comes back to his alma mater to pour into mm -hmm. the students. It doesn't yep. take a lot of time and it does take a lot of, a lot of time. Mm -hmm. His time is relative depending on yeah. how you see it. Yeah. 17 years. Because, because it's just important. It's important. Sorry for that. That's it's okay. It's just important. That's okay. That's okay. I'm still at a studio. I'm still at a studio. So you are. I mean, we those who get <laughs> that to was a good, watch that was this, a... <laughs> those who get to watch this as opposed to just listening to it, there is a lovely cutout of Keyshawn behind him with DTLR radio. Um, how old were you in that cutout? 
That cut out. So I got with DTLR Radio 2013. That's probably 13, 13 or 14. That's 10 years ago. And, Nine, it's, years. and it looks exactly like you now. Look at you aging so beautifully. Yeah, yo. Drinking my water, doc. I'm drinking my water. I'm working out. I'm eating I'm working better. out. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Keyshawn, you've said so much that in all fairness, I'm not asking you any questions. We're just talking. talking. But I do want to know though, um, especially the Keyshawn that we get to see now um, and the Keyshawn that I thought I knew, but they're these uh, uh, gems of information that you're sharing today that I did not know about. Your freshman self, what would you tell him? It's okay. It's okay to not know. It's a, it's okay to not know because fre freshman year can be very overwhelming. I mean, so Keyshawn, yeah. I'm going to interrupt you. I Please need do. to say it again and say okay. it slowly, especially yeah. for those who might be in the kitchen mm -hmm. and those who might be in the living room mm -hmm. and are not right by this particular episode to hear you say it again and say it slowly. It's okay not to know. Thank you. <laughs> it's okay not to know. Yo, freshman year can be intimidating. I mean, for, for, for look, you always have a bunch. There, there's buckets of people in the world. There's people, there's youngins that go to college, HBCUs, and they're ecstatic to be away from their family. Because everybody's coming from a certain situation in their household as a high schooler. Mm -hmm. So some are ecstatic to be away, and they need that to be able to some people are terrified. Some people are, people don't even know. In my, in O'Connell Hall, shout out to OC uh, at Morgan State. I cry, when my mom, my sister, my uncle, um, church friends, um, a couple, they came to move me down. When they let, and mom was like, you, you good? And mind you, remember what I'm just coming off of. Absolutely. Right. So, and I'm, what I'm dealing with, I got to do a freshman year on probation. On probation. I, I you understand? I can't fully explore this universe. I have to have some type of leash on me. And I, I'm actually grateful for that. Because if, if I didn't have that in the back of my mind when I could have been involved with certain freshman type of stuff, like exploring, and you know you know what I'm talking about, dog, like when, and which is a crazy list of stuff, I said it was always the probation, probation. And it just helped, it helped train me to, to have fun, but organize fun, not too much fun. Balance, prioritize. I'm not wasting mom's bread because I want to cut class and have fun, which, what am I doing? I've just... I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So um, my freshman self, yo, yeah, um, it's okay not to know because it, it'll come to you. As long as you know who, you, what it is okay to know, it's to know yourself. Mm, and that, mm. once you know yourself, because a lot of people go to college too and they trying to figure it out. They trying to associate themselves with organizations to give them identity instead of them bringing that value to the organization and keeping paying it forward and keeping the name of the leg. But that's for another day. You know, that's for a whole nother day. Um, once you know, once you know yourself, then you're a magnet and you, and you're paying attention. Once you're aware, then you know what to lean more into and what to shy away from. I've been always good with the balance of life like that. You, thank you. I mean, anything you've said today is what you would say to your freshman self. Like so yeah. far, so good. Seriously. Yeah. All of that you would say to your freshman self, but I like the fact that you, you, your wordplay, you weren't joking, your wordplay. Yo. I like the fact that you still gave us a catchphrase that I hope a lot. I can't with these sunglasses. I really hope that the, the catchphrase that you gave us, it's okay to not know, that that sinks in to the recesses of 
the souls of every freshman and every sophomore because too many of them that I run into kind of want to impress upon you that they mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. But who's expecting you to know? Mm -hmm. no, no, we're not even expecting you to know. Mm -hmm. And if you kind of just leaned into the fact that you don't know, the likelihood of you finding yourself a little bit sooner actually happens a little bit faster. Uh, a wise man knows that he knows nothing. There he you go. That. You you are the definition. If there's HBCU made, it's Keyshawn Forbes from everything that I've heard today. But you know that part of my show has to deal with holding all of us accountable to our HBCUs being here longer than today. Yeah. So even though I know most of what you have to say, or all of what you have to say that you're willing to share most publicly is positive about your experiences at HBCUs. I'm not asking for anything negative. What I mm -hmm. am asking for is if there's something that you see that you think we could be doing better at, because the whole idea is for all of us to become better, do better, be better. What would you say it is? And it doesn't have to be specific to Morgan. It could be all HBCUs or just the idea of HBCUs. It's entirely up to you. But what, what could we be doing better? What, what, are, what is a challenge that you're like, man, I wish you guys would get this right. I wish you guys would do this a little bit differently from an alum's perspective. Intentionally keeping tradition alive. In intentionally keeping the because as we, you know what I'm saying? Like we went like going back to and I'm using Morgan as an example and I shout Absolutely. out to all the HBCUs by the way because I keep on forgetting that this is just about eight, that this is fully about HBCUs. It's and not it's Morgan. Not, it's not just about but you know we rep Morgan so hard so um, uh but it, it's literally um, it, the tradition because we're seeing Morgan has so many big buildings now and all these different resources and it's the national treasure and it's the this that the third and I, yo trust me we are here as alum like yo go 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 get it better than 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 what we had that's that's the point too that's legacy that's a that they shouldn't have to deal with what we had to deal with in o'connell hall in 05 like and don't let me go in like we shot with slippers and it's just so it was ah but that's so of course i want the new freshman in 2023 2024 to say yo my freshman year was 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 um amazing because of the experience on every touch point so what i'm saying is we got to be intentional about keeping the tradition while we getting all these big buildings and these big and now it's bit magic johnson came up to morgan the other day i saw that Shout we have Sedexa magic. magic at it's yeah a, morgan yeah and that's mm -hmm. huge like i when i see and my mom is sending me these articles sometimes like you see what morgan did i'm like oh i didn't even catch that oh so it's a it's a village right so I'm happy, but at the same time that we have these highlightable, high-profile moments and high pro, let's not forget the 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 tradition of what a HBCU is. You know what I'm saying? Like, let there's a way, there is an art to infusing the now, meaning being modern and everything with today, but keeping that because the HBCU's got to feel like school days. Mm. It got to feel like you know what I'm saying? Like it got to feel like those movies that we watch. That's what we that's why we was interested in HBCUs. A lot of us is we saw school days. Shout out to Spike Lee. We got to give it up to Spike 40 acres in the mule. Because for the culture, he that was one of our biggest touch points to even see what a, 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 a universe higher learning looks like for black and brown specific people or it caters to us. We don't have that. We're not even supposed to make it a college, most yeah. of us, where we're coming from and whatnot in our impoverished communities and just making it to college but oh there's a whole college community called hbcus 
just of course I feel like it should be mandatory for black and brown people to 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 consider a HBCU when they're going to higher learning. Wow. It's just an, it's an experience like none other, doc. I, my, I agree. My I agree. sister went to Temple, shout out to Temple, where I know it's not an HBCU, but let me just give a shameless plug to the Cherry and White, the Cherry and White. Because I, it's in Philly, I used to go up there to pick up my sister, or, you know, um, move her around and stuff like that. So that Temple, I always mention this, that my sister, she held high positions there too. If she was an RA just like I was and my brother was, she was a this, that, that, like great. But she always says if there's one thing, like if you would have asked her a question, like in would you have, HBCU experience because she came to Morgan's homecoming. Yo, Mel, yeah. she come to the home. She, it's a total different experience different, when you are yeah. a black and brown person at a HBCU. I hear you describing a feeling and I don't even think it's a feeling that one can put actual words on because I'm listening to you and it's I'm getting this feel that you walk onto an HBCU campus and you feel this tradition and we Mm -hmm. must keep that feeling alive Mm -hmm. Um, um, no matter how how much progress we make Mm -hmm. along the way. Keyshawn, finish the sentence for me. In 10 years... Morgan State University will will have been blessed with me speaking at a commencement. That's what I you don't even know this. And this is a hot off the press. I've never said this publicly, but my family and close friends, they know this because I say it all the time. I say, yo, guys, I don't really have goals. And we could get into that, too, Doc, where it's not goals. I just follow the spirit and then I just go. Um, but. I do have something that I'm putting into the world for the past probably three, four, since COVID. It really came to me where I was like, yo, Morgan means so much to me. And I'm just, I said, yo, it would mean a lot to me from a personal accomplishment. I usually don't do this for myself, you know, like treating, I said, yo, I would love to speak at Morgan's commencement before I'm 40. That it's a specific, it is specific. I mean, I want to be, cause I, I, I really know what that will do for the young and that's about to graduate, that's 20, 21, 22, like, yo, ain't Keyshawn, they, they figure, ain't he 36, 37, whatever I am at that time. He's not even 40 yet, and he can do that. So that's a real big, so Dr. Wilson, if you're listening, the board committee, the board committee, whoever is, I am putting it out there. I'm not waiting for the phone call. I, I am putting it out there that I would be most honored to, to and I think it would really resonate with our student and i think the emmy helps make my case you know what i'm saying because you he know they need pitching this he is pitching this not. you know I love that it. you know that they they be wanting the accolade you do have to be well accomplished facts so I'm just, upon facts. And, and, and i do know that i am but the emmy should be enough for the uh, the voting of yes to Keyshawn king flexor for his story especially when they i hope they hear this story the whole Morgan, though, when I was Mr. Morgan, nobody knew that I almost didn't make it a Morgan. Y'all almost didn't even see me. I, I was not even going to be this. I was going to, that was going to stifle my natural ability. Do you understand? There would have been no King Flex. I'm, I'm 35 now. I'm not ashamed. The goal is to grow old. I'll say it again. So to the youngins that always want to keep their age all uh, conspicu- inconspicuous and all type of unknown, I am a firm believer of the goal is to the goal is to grow old because that's just a number. Literally, it's just a number. How are you operating? There are people my age that are still in college here. It's a bad energy. Yes, I want better for our people. So in ten years, I didn't forget the question. I'm gonna finish this in ten years. I'm I I already spoke at one for sure, but bring me back again. I'll do a remix. Two, I want two in ten years. 
I, I have, I don't get a vote. I do not get a vote. You have influence, Doc. There is an influence. So nudge who you got to nudge for me. Nudge who you got to nudge for me. Keyshawn Forbes, I am going to gladly, gladly nudge whoever I need to nudge. And I'm going to mention it directly to the president, directly to the president. Whether it happens next year, whether it happens the year after. Take your time. The reality is this. You would make a powerful commencement speaker at Morgan State University. And like you said earlier, it would resonate. Kishan, what project are you working on that the audience deserves to know about? Couple things. Um, I'm working on the project that never stops, which is myself, always. So uh, I'm I'm constantly in 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 cohort with my consciousness and what my, my fortress is the most important thing. One of the most important things to me, where I just the 2020 COVID quarantine really created a, a invisible fortress where negativity doesn't even. It doesn't even swim my way. And I'm grateful because I know people be having a box with negativity all day. And I've had my moments, but overall, like I'm grounded in, in, in working on me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a self-improvement junkie. You understand? Like I'm a, I'm a real. And I, Always I working junk, on you. You know what I'm saying? Always work in every elevation of like the Emmy now, which I got family hitting me up with the, yo, and, it's just, and people from my neighborhoods in Brooklyn, like, and just Morgan, Morgan, my whole Morgan family, they're like, yo, and, but they're like, I do feel a rooting energy from my Morgan community. I do. And doc, I know you, you one of the ones leading the charge, Mr. James too. Shout out to Mr. James, my OG. Let me just say that. Oh yes. Uh, he, he influenced my freshman, my whole, everything's at Morgan for a long time. When, he, when, when I hollered at him freshman year, when he spoke to my class and I took the time out and I want to say this to any students that are listening, yo, it's okay to turn off your cool. Nobody's oh, too cool. Yes. Nobody's too cool for, if I didn't, when Mr. James spoke at, at our freshman class orientation, and he, you know, Mr. James is swagger, I, yes. you know Mr. James, especially back then. Like my man was the sharpest and the slickest. Even talker. now, even, even now, now. Still, still, but he was really inspirational um, on our class and me being the, the ambitious person I am, I said, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna follow him to his office. I got to holler at him. He's going to get to know me. And I approached him with the energy like, yo, Mr. James, I love what you said in the class. I would love for us. To, I didn't know how to ask him to be my yeah, mentor. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how to, you know, um, 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 say that, but he got what I was getting at. He felt my vibe too. And we inseparable ever since. That's my real live OG. I am going to have you leave our audience with a short word or phrase on why you love your HBCUs. He's going to give us like an amazing wordplay. I can feel it. I can I love, feel it. I love, I love my HBCU because I'm supposed to. Enough said. Enough said. Enough said. Because we, we, we can have an entire one hour show just on that response alone. It's for us. It's, it's for us. We I'm have supposed to. to. We have this is to. Fubu, this is FUBU all over again for, for us by us. I love it. I love it. Keyshawn Forbes, you are family. King Flexer, as everybody else knows you. Um, Emmy Award winning host. 
Uh, I love the fact that his sunglasses are back on. Did you realize my real name and my nickname are both KF? And I yeah. didn't realize that until later on. That was, not, that was not intentional. Not are you sure? Scout honor. Scout honor. It was not intentional. That is crazy. And it fell in my head. When I did realize, I was like, oh, KF, KF. My abbreviation is the same. Blah, blah, blah. It was like, a, oh, little giddy moment it's the spirit we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give credit to the spirit for doing that okay yeah i love you i say love this you to you one-on-one on one. i say this publicly and i know people are gonna like tosin just know i i don't waste words i love you i love, love you who too. you have become for us i love who are who you are becoming for yourself i know the audience can tell from our conversation that if we wanted to, we could literally talk all day yeah, and you'll be dropping nothing but gems every single step of the way. He's like, I'm going to relax. But we don't have all day to talk. So I want to thank you for joining us. And I want to thank the audience. Thank I you. hope I have earned the pleasure of you liking and subscribing. I love my HBCU question mark. Yours and HBCU love people. See you next episode. One love. You've been listening to I Love My HBCU Question Mark. Let's keep the conversation going as we share our stories and encourage more practical support of HBCUs, whilst, of course, holding each other accountable. Don't forget to follow and subscribe for the latest episodes. Until next time, love and lift your HBCU.